Merry Christmas, everybody. If you got a Bible, go to Luke chapter 2, starting in verse 8. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I give you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there with the angel was a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had said. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen all that had been told to them. This is how Christmas all began. Shepherds in a little village with a poor little couple, a strange way for a Messiah to come. In 1 Corinthians 2.9, it says that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those that he loves. God the Father prepared this moment. Everything was intentional. From the place that Jesus was born in to whom he was born to, to even him being in a manger wrapped in strips of cloth. It was all on purpose. You might ask, why, why Bethlehem? Bethlehem was this little village, about two to 400 people. There was nothing exciting about it, except one interesting thing. It's the same place that King David was born. David, before he was king, was a lonely shepherd boy out in those same fields that those shepherds were at night after night. It was in those hills that David started to compose psalms and sing his heart out to God. It was in that place where no one saw him, no one knew him, that God noticed him. It's in that place that worship started to rise and God remembered. And God looked on David's heart long before anyone else even noticed him. Those angels that came to those shepherds and said, glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to whom with God is pleased. That was not the first time that those hills had heard praise. It started with David. God loves to do the amazing, important things in places that no one else thinks is important. And so God picked a little lonely town, a little village with two to 400 people in it, in the hills, lonely hills, to showcase where his son would be born. He picked a place where a man after his own heart, who wasn't known in heaven for his titles, but was known in heaven for his heart. That's why God picked this place. In fact, he even promised to David, he said, I'm gonna have someone come from your line who will sit on your throne forever. God intended that Jesus would be a part of David, his friend's line, and it all started with a simple cry of a shepherd in the hills, singing his love, his heart 
out to God. You might ask yourself, why shepherds? It's kind of funny. The shepherds next to lepers and, and poor people were like the lowest people on the totem pole in culture and society. They were despised, rejected, uncouth, not cultured, the people that you wouldn't pick for anything. And God picks them. It says in Isaiah 57, 15, it says in Isaiah, he said, I live in a high and lofty place and with him who is humble and contrite in heart. Here's these angels coming down from heaven this high and lofty place from God and coming to the lowest of the low. And God's simply saying, I live up high and I bring those lowest to me. Jesus told a story of a a parable. There was a story of a religious leader and a tax collector and they both went to the temple to pray. And the religious leader looked around and said, God, I thank you that I fast twice a week. I I pray, I give, I, I help the poor, I do all these things. Thank you, thank you that I'm not like that tax collector over there. Thank you that I'm better. The tax collector standing in the back of the courtyard of the temple by himself is hanging his head and he simply lifts his head slightly just enough to see the front and says this, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Jesus said to the crowd, which one of those do you think went home justified before God that day? the tax collector. God loves to reveal himself in humble places to humble people, people that are teachable, people that simply say, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. It was to the humble that the angels came and said, I have great news for you. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, The Lord has come and been born in Bethlehem today, the city of David. And then they said this, and you will recognize him this way. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. So the shepherds leave their flocks and they run to the village. Jesus was probably born in a cave. And what's interesting too is it probably was not likely in December. It was probably more like March, April, because that's when the shepherds were out in the fields. There's even some astronomers that have gone as far to say that they've gotten specific dates of when they think Jesus was born. But all of that to say Jesus was born in a humble, lowly place. And sure enough, the shepherds go in to uh, the cave and there they see Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus wrapped in these cloths and the Bible says that they were astonished. Now, I mean, you might say, why, why astonished? Well, there's something really special about Bethlehem and those hills, and that was that they were seven miles away from Jerusalem, and these lambs that they raised, that they left in those fields that night, those were the same sheep that were being raised for the sacrifice in the temple. What would happen is these lambs, which were always supposed to be pure and spotless lambs, they would be birthed and they would take them, they would clean them up, and then they would wrap them in swaddling blankets so they wouldn't get any blemishes. Then they would take these little baby lambs and lay them in the manger. These sacrificial lambs, God told his people by faith to offer them consistently for the sins of the people. So the people would come and it's not like God just, you know, gets a ride out of animals being killed, but it was an act of faith. And it was pointing forward to the day and the reality that 
unless someone stands in my place, I die in my sin. And so by faith, they would, they would kill these little baby lambs, taking on the sins of the people. And it had to be a pure and spotless lamb. So when these shepherds come in and they see Jesus lying in the manger, I'm sure they thought to themselves, this is just like one of our little lambs. And this was exactly what God did on that night. He came to a humble place, to humble people. Heaven invaded earth. The glory of God invaded earth, came down and said, I'm bringing you great joy. I'm coming to sacrifice my pure and spotless one for you. Later, when Jesus is 30 years old, he's starting his ministry. He's coming up out of the wilderness and John the Baptist turns and there's a crowd there and he says, behold, look, see the lamb who takes away the sins of the world. This is Jesus, the spotless lamb, the high and exalted one, the one who is bigger than the universe and he comes down as a little baby to humble people in a humble place, in a humble way. This Christmas, let's remember how God came this one who created planets and stars in the Milky Way galaxy. And he came down to a humble place, to humble people in a humble way to be the pure and spotless lamb. Jesus, we thank you that you are not just the high and exalted, massive God, but you came and you identified with us. Broken, sinful man, you came and you dwell with the humble in heart. We just pray, God, as we celebrate this Christmas, Jesus, how you came as the sacrificial lamb. We come and we celebrate you. We thank you so much for all that you've done. In Jesus' name, amen.